Okay, folks, let's just say it's a rarity when really the two best teams in the NFL meet nowadays for the Super Bowl. But that's what you got now. The two number one seeds are meeting now for the Super Bowl 57. And I don't mean a Heinz 57. Although some can say wrong Pennsylvania City. As you know, it's Philadelphia and Kansas City who are going to meet for Super Bowl 57. But wouldn't it have been apropos for Pittsburgh to be one of the cities, you know? 57, Heinz 57, 57 flavors. Oh, what the heck. Well, let's just take a very quick look at this, shall we? You got a city who's the sixth largest in the United States, who is capital of the colonies for a time, whose name comes from the Greek word for brotherly love. In fact, it's known as the city of brotherly love. But if you look at how big their fans are and how their fans' reaction is, they don't show a lot of brotherly love. Ask Michael Irvin. And also, you got one of the major cities on the prairies of the United States. A city that is a major crossroads. And also a city that is known for being one of the places where cattle have gone off to market. Hence, that's why it's so really known for its barbecue. Yeah, those are my little snippets about Philadelphia and Kansas City. It is going to be an interesting game, folks. If you ask me who I think is I'm going to pick right now, I think Philadelphia might have a little bit of the advantage. And I mean, though some of their fans would definitely agree with that pick. As right now, I do think Philadelphia has a little bit more in the way of talent. And Philadelphia does have a little bit more in the way that they move the ball. But of course... If I didn't say something, you know, Jalen hurts when I talk about him. And of course, Patrick Mahomes, definitely he's hurting because you saw how he played on that ankle. But you got to give him guile and you got to give him credit for having the guts. You know what? We'll see who the best is in a couple of weeks. Philadelphia or Kansas City. Going to be an interesting Super Bowl. And let's go from uh, something good to what has happened to Syracuse basketball this past week. You know, this, uh, this week we could have really improved our standings, especially with the NCAA committee. I mean, I thought they were starting to gel, but I kind of wonder what kind of gel. Is it the gel you get stuck in? Yeah, I mean, they gave some pretty good performances playing with the best of the ACC which North Carolina and Virginia is. Heck, they had a really good chance at winning both of those games. But of course, it seems as though they say when you don't have the top talent or you don't have the way and ways and means, your team finds way to lose games. That's what it seems as though when SU goes up against the best. They just can't seem to find the thing to put away opponents. They just can't seem to get it together. And of course, they went down to Blacksburg against a team I felt that they should have beaten. And they lay a big egg against the Hokies. You know, going 0-3 is not getting it done, Cuse. 
you want to get back to the postseason, you got to start stringing these victories together. We got seven of them here in this month before March Madness, starting with Boston College this coming Saturday. We got to go there. We got to take care of the Eagles. We definitely got to start taking care of business because, heck, Duke and Clemson loom ahead for the Orange. And, I mean, hey, the NCAA committee is going to consider us for the tournament. We got to start winning those games. We can't just keep stringing along victories like we're doing against the lesser opponents because, you know, the lesser opponents can jump up and bite us. And we can't go down like we did last year <coughs> pardon me, to where we have our first losing season in over 50 years. No repeats. We got to get back to the postseason because that's what Orange basketball is all about. Got to start stringing it together or the Jim Beheim retirement march is definitely going to reach a fever pitch. And I mean, let's talk about going from basketball to SU football. The season uh, schedule came out yesterday, and I'm kind of a little wondering about how top-heavy it is early in the season with home games. Yeah, four home games in five weeks, all in September, and then no home games in October, and then two in uh, November. And I mean, let's just say it went down from seven to six. Because, I mean, I know this year's an anniversary year, and I know New York City and Yankee Stadium want to celebrate it. But they're taking the game that would have been a home game for Syracuse against Pitt, and they're going to be playing in Yankee Stadium because, yeah, it's the 100th anniversary of when football was first played in the house that Ruth built. I can understand, but you know what? To season ticket holders like me, that's kind of, I, I kind of stinks, you know. And I mean, hey, how come no home games in October? You might think that at least there'd be one trip there in October. Why you gotta load it all into September? Yeah, I know. We got Colgate. We got Western Michigan. And then we, we got Army there in the fourth week of September. But in the last one, yeah, we decided to stick the Clemson game there on the 30th. Why couldn't we have done that in October? Was there something Clemson's doing where they can't ha come up to the Dome in October? That kind of sounds a little weird, don't you think? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting schedule, especially with the Sword of Damocles maybe hanging over Dino Babers' head. Yeah, it's been an off-season of change. A few of the assistant coaches have departed. We've gotten a few in. And I mean, those few have connections to areas where we definitely need to get the recruits. Yeah, Florida, New Jersey, and ones where we definitely need to mine the talent. Because New Jersey's always been a great place for talent for Syracuse football. But it's going to be an interesting season. But I'm going to kind of lament having one last, less home game to go to. And last but not least, talking about coming home. Yeah, Brianna Stewart. is. I mean, the bidding services for her are becoming pretty big. She's one of the best athletes to come out of Central New York in a long time. She's become a major star in the WNBA. 
She even has a line of shoes named, named for her that Puma has put out. She's even so good. She's even been featured in Sports Illustr Illustrated swimsuit issue. Might I say, she looks pretty good in a swimsuit. But I digress. You know, she's a great, humble young lady who's done a great job playing basketball in the WNBA. She comes from Cicero, North Syracuse. My hat's off to her. But there's just one thing. Why did she go to Gino Oriema in Yukon? Why couldn't she have stayed here for Syracuse? Oh well, as they say in basketball, that's the way the ball bounces. I'm Ken Haas, and that's my story this week.